Hey. Hello. Howdy. What's up? What's up? Welcome to Talking with Kitties. I'm girlfriend. I am boyfriend. And I am being punished. She is, because she cannot be trusted. I trusted her for three or four episodes without her additional pop filter. And I failed. She kept popping. She did really good at first. I don't understand how you can make it not pop. You talk past it. When I do that, you yell at me because I'm not talking into the mic loud enough. You don't talk past it from over here. You talk past it from right here. You're so annoying. I am annoying as fuck. You and your stupid fucking microphone bullshit etiquette fuck. I'm grumpy and have a headache. Yeah, I also have a headache, but I'm less grumpy. Well, I'm only grumpy because I have to have this stupid thing on. At least I put it the other way around so you can see over it. Yeah, the last time I couldn't even see around it. So I was trying to see you and couldn't see you and have to look around. And then I would get yelled at for looking around because I would be talking. Yes. I get yelled at a lot when we record a podcast. Realistically, I don't get yelled at at all. You don't yell, but not, I, I get, get a lot. No, you don't get I mad. I get disappointed. Disappointed? <laughs> wow. We'll get you there. You are an audio snob. I am. You, It's the music thing. It's everything else. Yeah. And you do all the editing. So you want it to sound good so it makes it easier for you, which makes sense. But then here I am sitting just going, I just want to talk to my boyfriend in a microphone. La 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 la. And you're like, no. You're popping. No, you're too far away. No, you're too close. No, you're this. No, you're that. But you don't say it mean like that. But in my head, that's what I I might as well start. I'm going to get accused of it. I'm being honest and then telling the folks, no, you don't really do that. Usually you're just like, "Eh, eh, eh," and you like do the head gestures to like, hey, move over. Hey, 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 move over. Mike's over there. Or you make the the scrunched up face because I made a popping noise. In in these headphones, it hurts. Are you going to put a pop filter on so I don't feel so jealous? Solidarity. Oh, thanks. How do I work this thing? I don't know. You're the one that put mine on. Why is it so hard for you to put that one on? They're different. Oh, man, we have to keep this sound in. <laughs> I have coffee. You have coffee. Oh, my gosh. We're both drinking coffee this morning while we're recording. Wow. We don't usually do that. Usually one of us is drinking coffee and the other one has some other silly drink or no drink at all. Yes. You're just much better with mics than I am. I've been using like, them for so long. You sound so much clearer and better than I do. My nose microphone. is touching the pop filter. See, no, I don't want to. That's always the secret. You got to get all up in there. But then you tell me not to when the pop filter is not there. You have to get There's all up in no- there. Happy medium. I don't like it. You'll get there. You're usually really good until we start talking about something that we're really into, and then you're too busy talking about stuff. And then, but that should be the point of the podcast. Absolutely, it is. So we got to compensate everything. (laughs) Okay. This is my nose on the pop filter. I don't like it. It feels weird, and it makes me want to scratch my nose. Should I just always record like this? This would be so annoying to sit like this for an hour. This pop filter sucks. Yeah, that's why we didn't use that one. I need to get another one. Why? You don't need a pop filter because you don't pop. Pop, pop. How does this stop it from popping? I don't get it. It stops the wind. <laughs> I don't fart. No. Whatever the shit spews out the other end. Uh... Yeah. So the pop is just whenever you have a burst of wind that hits the diaphragm. And we have the foam covers on, but it's not quite enough. So this works. So that works because it disperses pop, everything. Pop, 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 Because yours, wow. nice, yeah, yours is a nice double layer. Okay. So it stops all the air. I like resting my chin on it instead of my nose. You can get metal pop filters too that look basically like a sieve with holes in it. Mm. And you can get mics that just have those like built into it. So it's got like a little thing that comes out. Oh, that would be nice. I don't know that I want to go digging into new mics when these work. Yeah. Yeah, and I just have to use a silly little filter yes. and feel like a child. I think that's my yes. problem. It makes me feel like... Did that just happen? Did somebody learn how to feed themselves? So Gizmo has an automatic feeder that is set to go off at 6 a.m. And we're sitting recording the podcast at 8.50 in the morning. And we just heard it feed. Now, there is a button on the feeder for an automatic feed. We also have an app, and that's how we feed her. Oh, I don't know what's going on, but Bubs is getting in trouble. We might not be able to use the automatic feeder anymore. So did he figure it out? I think Bubs just figured out how to hit the button. <laughs> He's too smart for his own good. He really is. If only I'm he would of, use his... I'm kind of really impressed. Absolutely. I thought it would be Gizzard that would do it because by accident. I figured that Gizzard would do it by accident the way she eats. She just rubs up on that mm-hmm. part. And I was waiting for her to hit the button with her head. I don't know if Bubs figured it out or if he was just trying to mess with it. But now that he knows that it works, yeah. he'll figure out how to do it again. He was scarfing. I'm sure we've talked on the podcast 
podcast that he's not allowed to have other food. He's on a medicated diet because of his health issues previously. He just had a vet checkup this week. He's dropped another pound. Mm-hmm. He's 16 pounds now. All that talk about popping, I just popped on the pound. Ha! I didn't, ha! I didn't even hear it. He dropped another pound, so he's down to 15. Oh, I thought he was 16. He was 16 last year. Oh. He's down to 14.8, so it's wow. 15 pounds. So that's, he's still holding steady with his pound a year. So yeah. That's good. Yeah. He was really, he's been really barfy, and I have a feeling it's just because of the weather being stupid. Lots of hair balls. Cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot. Yeah. They're running some tests. Just to be on the safe side. Like blood work and stuff. So Bubs is a super duper sweetheart affectionate lovey super duper mm-hmm. sweetheart but he hates the vets and he has reason to absolutely but he hates the vets and he had a good he had a good rapport with rapport. our last yeah he vet. had a good rapport with our last vet but he retired last year or the year before the end of last year he uh, he always saw the same vet before and he saw a new one this time and he, he was didn't like it <laughs> he wouldn't come out of the carrier we took the top off the carrier and she just went to like touch him and he like hissed and swatted at her and that's not both She's like, okay, I'm going to get one of the vet techs to come and get him. We're going to take him carrier and all in the back. I was like, all right. So they came and took him. The vet tech that came and got him remembered him from back in his blocking days. Whenever he was having issues with the blocking, we took him in. One of the vet techs came out, just came out, grabbed his carrier from the front room and took him in the back. Mm -hmm. This is when we learned that we have to hand Bubs off because he's too smart. He was just lashing out at everyone in the back for like the next day. That vet tech ended up needing like seven stitches across his palm because Bubs laid him open. Yeah. He had a big tag on his cage that said, caution, aggressive. And he still has an aggressive sticker on his yeah. file. And he was in- And he he's was the most lovable, sweet back boy. Of the, he's in the back of his cage and they'd open a cage. He just started growling right away. I said, Bubs. And he stopped immediately. And he started coming forward. I scratched his head and he smelled me. And then he's all lovey and loving up on me. And they said after that, he was fine. So there was no aggression issues whatsoever. Because he knew that he he was supposed to be there. He was supposed to be there. We handed him off. He was good. Because then when we took him to the Pittsburgh vet for his actual surgery, we made sure to be there to hand him off. They put him back in his cage and they let us back in to say bye, you know, before his surgery. And And they loved him. They said he was the sweetest cat in the Mm -hmm. entire world and everybody just adored him. And when we told them that he had laid another vet tech open, they're like, is this the same cat? Like, <laughs> yep. They didn't believe us. They took him back to do everything yesterday. And I was kind of like standing there in the room waiting for him. It was probably about like five minutes after they took him out. I heard the scream. Mm, the bubble From scream. the back. You can't imagine how loud this cat can oh get. Oh, my God. I heard the scream. And I knew I knew it was him. He has a very distinct scream. Oh, very distinct, yes. Yeah, it was about 10 minutes later that they bring him out. Well, they didn't bring him out. The vet tech came back over, and she was like, there's going to be bandages on his back legs, because they tried to take blood from the back legs for testing, but he kicked on both legs. So we bandaged up his legs, and then we had he has a shaved spot on his neck, because we had to go in through his neck to get the blood. But we got the blood sample, and we got a urine sample, because he peed on me and he's just the most lovable cat but he is just a holy fucking terror for vets but he peed on me a holy terror but this is the vet tech that remembered him from before so she kind of knew what to expect and what to handle and she said she was back there and she's like all right he's got a temper on him but it takes a little while he escalates so we got to kind of do stuff quickly <laughs> because once he starts getting really pissy there's no we're done you're done like yeah. you're not doing anything else but they got all of it we got to get some poo samples for some testing mm-hmm. so we got to go fish in the litter box sometimes. Finnegan has a routine checkup scheduled for Thursday. this week. Yeah. yeah. So you're just going to take Bubs's poo in. Yeah. He's got his checkup and shots just because I don't know when he was there last because we've only had him, what, three months? Yeah. February, March, yeah, I'd rather just, months. I mean, and they have the records. Yeah, they have the records. Them, they know, said he was so, due. Yeah. I thought I remembered your mom saying something about having to take him in to the vet at some yeah. point. So yeah, whatever. I, luckily... Your mom was amazing with animals and pets, and she was very regular with getting him to the vet and getting him checkups and whatnot. So it's not like we got a cat that we have no idea what his health history yeah. is like. It'll be nice to take him in and it'll be like, here, here's the complete polar opposite of what you just dealt with with the other cat. Here's someone super duper chill that you can do whatever you want to. So I want to tell a story about Finny. Okay, it really made me giggle. Because of Bosco having to eat medicated food, Gizmo gets fed in the basement with the door closed. Bubs gets fed in the kitchen because that's where he eats. Casper used to and now Finnegan gets fed in the second floor bathroom. It's just easier that way to keep them separate so food doesn't get commingled even though all they want to do is eat each other's food. So this morning I took Finny in to eat his breakfast, put food in his bowl, 
And then I sat down to pee. He looked at the food, took a bite, came over, pawed at me, rubbed up against me, and then jumped up on my lap while I was sitting on the toilet peeing and just laid on me and kept purring and wanting attention. He's never done that to me before. He's not usually an attention-starved boy. He's not usually overly affectionate at all. He's, he's not, not usually affectionate. He's not at usually all. affectionate. He enjoys pets when he gets them, but he doesn't like seek it. So I was like, I, I don't know what to do with this, but I'm just going to sit here as long as he mm-hmm. wants to. <laughs> Sorry, this might be TMI, but I just sat with a cat on my lap on the toilet. <laughs> And pet him and loved him until he was ready to get down because he was the happiest of happy boys. And I'm like, I'm not making him get down. I'll just like, sit here forever. He sent me the picture because I was just like, why Why is she still in there? What's <laughs> going on? It's really quiet. Is everything okay? Yeah, because you can usually hear him crunching. Yeah, something. Something. It was just really quiet and you're in there for a while. <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, yeah. And then he sent me the picture of him in your lap. I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Then he came and jumped up in the bed, just laying on the bed, purring like crazy. Because our morning routine is we feed the kitties. Usually I would close the door and let him just sit and eat but he was done eating and then we lay in bed for a couple minutes and snuggle and then we come down and we basically wait for the coffee maker to be ready absolutely and then we walk down to get coffee so i crawled back into bed and curled up by aaron and then Finnegan just jumps up on the bed, lays down, and just purrs. He not like doesn't crazy. want us to pet him, doesn't nope. want attention. He's at the bottom of the bed, but he just purrs like crazy. Purrs and purrs just and purrs. Just happy as can be. He's a very happy cat for the he most part. He is a very happy cat for the most part. Yeah. He's very well behaved. Well, no. no. He's very happy. <laughs> He's very happy. Not well behaved at all. No. He's, he's learning. Not. He is learning. He's learning very well. But all he's doing is learning when not to do things. And he yeah. waits for us to leave. And he does he's a naughty little sausage, but he's I have, adorable. I have a touch lamp up in the office. He loves that thing. It's a metal base and then just a big glass cylinder, like frosted glass, textured, mm-hmm. textured frosted glass yeah. or something. And last night we were down in the back room and we heard a noise. And she's like, I don't even want <laughs> to I'm like, I don't know. even want to know what that is. And I was like, <laughs> I just ignored it. Like, no, that sounded like glass. Oh, see, I didn't think it sounded like glass. I thought it just sounded like... So I went all over the place, and then I saw Gizzard and Finnegan come tearing ass down from upstairs. I was like, what did you two do? And I went up, and this thing was laying on its side. I was like, oh, you guys are so lucky that didn't break. Was it on? It was not on. Weird. They didn't touch it. It fell over on its own. Oh, well, that makes sense. Proof. It's the ghosts. Yeah. So it scared them, and they ran. Statistically speaking, the majority of ghosts would be dinosaurs. I don't (laughs) need... I'm just opening and closing my mouth. I don't know what to say to that. We have a ghost rar in our house. Yes. All right. That's what I'm going with. We have a dinosaur ghost. We have a ghost rar. Yeah. Okay. Where do we go from there? (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk (laughs) to you next week. week. What the fuck? I mean, dinosaurs were on the planet for millions and millions of years. Yeah. Statistically speaking, there's there's significantly more more dinosaur ghosts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think Dizzard, Dizzard, Dizzard. I think Gizzard is a reincarnated dinosaur because of her little. Oh no, she totally is. She's so cute. She was in the window. She's not there now. She must have gone upstairs. God, she's really messed up that couch. Holy crap! Yeah. Remember when we were going through mom stuff? We were looking at the couch, and I was like, "That's a much better shape than the one in our basement." Michelle was like, "Do you want to take that one?" I was like, "No," because once it goes in our basement, it'll be in worse shape than the one that's in our basement because Gizzard is the one that destroys everything. Thank God she only destroys this couch. Yeah. This is her couch. She yeah. can do what she wants. She can but... tear that shit out. That's an older, that's an oldish couch. It's not a great couch. It's mm-hmm. an alright couch. It's an alright couch. It's a good basement couch. It is a good basement couch. The stuffing's just coming out in mm-hmm. places. Yeah. Oh, well, what are you going to do? As long as she tears that up, not the lazy boy down here. Yeah, she doesn't touch that. She doesn't touch it. Well, she sleeps on it. Yeah, so she's she like, I'm not it. going to injure well, my bed. bed. Well, she sleeps on the couch, too. I don't sure. know. She's a weirdo. She is. So, yeah, now we got to watch Bubs for food dishes. <laughs> it's just a matter of time before he teaches the other two how to hit the button. Mm-hmm. wonder how hard it would be to take that thing apart and disable that button. Kitties. You're so bad. So bad. Good thing we were down here and noticed, though. Yeah. You know, like, thank God that where he'd just come down and do it all the time and we'd never know. Mm-hmm. Next year when he goes to the vet and he weighs like 32 pounds, they're <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> Unless he's been doing it. We just, he just happened to do it when we're down here. We're like, hey, I don't, I don't think that's it. Not if he's been losing weight consistently. Because no. no. that ding dong wouldn't just do it once. No, he would just keep hitting that button. Like, oh, we'd eventually find him because we'd be like, where's Bubs? And he'd then just we'd be hear down nomming. Here. Or, yeah. 
<laughs> Doing like back. the Garfield lay yeah. after eating a whole lasagna. Happy fat cats. Bubs did not want to go in the carrier as usual to go to the vet. So I had to take the top off of it and pin him down inside of it and then put the top over top of him. Finnegan came running over and is like looking in the door like, what's going on? What are you doing? What's up? I got a picture of Finnegan just laying there like looking at the door. It's so cute. That's all right. Finnegan will figure it out in a couple days. Kitties. <laughs> Kitties. I was going to say I'm sleepy, but I don't think I'm sleepy. I think I just have a bit of a headache and yeah. I'm just feeling a little out of it. I had a headache all day yesterday, too, playing all the video games yesterday. Did that give you the headache? No, I had it before that, oh. and the video games gave me something to distract me from the headache. And then as soon as I was done playing video games, I was like, oh, my headache. That's the worst. Yeah. We are shooting bugs some more. It's fun. I like to shoot the bugs. You boys playing today? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what he has planned or what he has going on. Didn't he go to D&D yesterday? No. Oh. I don't, I, I, you didn't even ask? No. I was giving him shit. So. We don't have to get into this. So I did podcast. some rally driving on stream yesterday morning-ish. Yes. Afternoon-ish. Early afternoon. Like right at like noon, noon 30, somewhere in there. Noon 30. It was, yesterday was chilly and overcast and dreary yeah. and rainy and meh. I was not feeling anything like I do on those days. Yeah. So I did that for a little bit and then shut that down and came down and was chilling on the couch with Bubs. And her brother gets a hold of me and is like, hey, are we playing games today? And I was like, maybe. What, what time are you thinking? How soon? And he's like, maybe 20 minutes? I was like, all right, I could probably do that. So I went out and made a couple sandwiches for lunch. And went upstairs, ate my sandwiches, watched some YouTube videos, waiting for him. Long story short, an hour and a half later, he's like, okay, I'm almost ready. Oh my I God. swear, just a couple more minutes. I was like, well, I gotta go feed the cats because it's four o'clock now. Fed the cats, came back upstairs, waited some more. And it was like 4.30. And he's like, all right, I'm ready. Got him in game. And I was like, all right, I got to go leave the cats out. He's like, no. It just did it again. Oh, my God. He figured it out. Unplug it. I don't think we can use this anymore. <sighs> back to manually feeding gizzard. Yeah. I don't know what we're going to do about the mornings. That's why we got that. When you come down in the morning for coffee, you have I to guess, give her man. food. Why'd you got to be so smart in all the wrong ways? How did we used to do it before she had that? You'd just come down and... We didn't feed her oh, in the morning. That's her. why we got yeah, it. Yeah, you're going to have to come down like when you're waiting yeah. for your coffee to brew, you're going to have to come down and give her food. Or I will. Do you want me to do it? No, yeah, I'll do it. So yeah, let the cats out. I don't remember where I was at in my wonderfully enthralling He was ready to play. Oh, yeah. Finally. I let the cats out and then went up and we started shooting some bugs. So 20 minutes turned into two hours, basically. Oh, yeah. That's my family. Yeah. Except for me. I'm not like that. I was just like, I don't understand how you always have problems. And he's like, oh, what's this? What's that? What's that? What's that? I swear to God, his entire system is held together with duct tape and prayers. Oh, it's... I don't. I do not understand how he always has so many problems. And it's always he said it was USB problems. He's like, I don't know if my motherboard's going bad, but sometimes the USBs just don't do what they're supposed to do, and then I got to reconfigure everything. But I still don't know how it takes two hours to reconfigure USB devices. Like your brother. Yeah. He's all right, I guess. Yeah. yeah then we shot some bugs. And that's fun. For four and a half hours. Mm -hmm. Shot so many bugs. <laughs> that game is so fun. It's ridiculous. I like watching you guys play that game. Your play with me is on. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I did yesterday morning. I had kind of slack at last week i wasn't slacking i was just focused in another direction because i recorded two play-along videos base cover videos last week so i could get them scheduled for the next couple of weeks and free up time there's a song that i want to learn i wanted to free up some time to learn it but then since i spent all my time working on this video that i didn't get the let's play video the video game video ready for monday so i started getting the editing done on friday but it was nice i was doing the editing in the catio and I didn't run a power cable out, so DaVinci kills my iPad battery so fast. So I did what I could to get the main editing done on the Cadio, and then I was out of battery, so I plugged it in. Oh, no, I forgot to plug it in. I brought it in to plug it in and then forgot and plugged it in before I went to bed. And then yesterday morning, I got that video finished up and ready to go. And then rally racing and then bugs. Bugs. I went and visited my best friend from childhood and all throughout life, I guess. Her birthday is on Wednesday, so I went to visit her. We had a very nice visit. Saw a movie, book club, part two or something. I don't know. We hadn't seen the first one, but it looked funny. We were the youngest ones in the audience. There were quite a lot of people, but we were the youngest ones. I swear everybody was in their 70s. Kind of makes sense because the movie is based around women who are in their 70s. Really good movie, though. We laughed a whole lot. It was cute. Definitely like a... More of a friend movie, like girlfriends going, hanging out, watching it. Went to lunch, went to dinner, went shopping. Just an overall really nice visit. Today I'm going to a farmer's market. No, not farmer's market. It is a maker's market kind of a thing. So you can see if you can pick us up some nice makers. Yes. 
I will find us some nice makers. See if you can get somebody that's more like, well, I was going to say more musically inclined, so I have an assistant, but okay, I'll I think look. I'm good on the musical side. I need audio video production to help okay. on that side. So yeah, look for anybody. <laughs> oh, that, sure, if babe. Can, if you can find one cheap. I'm sure it, exactly. It's, okay. I'll find one cheap for you. So that's our plan for, well, my plan for the morning part of the day. And then I'm going to do a self-care Sunday mm-hmm. whenever I get home. I bought new bath stuff. I'm so excited. I'm going to try that. And then all this week, I have to continue studying for my exam I need to take for my new job. I have to pass it by Saturday, I guess. Long story short, they pay for the study guides. They thought you got three months. You only get two months. And they ordered it a month before I started. So I had a month to study for this exam. And it runs out this coming Saturday. So I have this week to study my butt off, take the test, and hopefully pass it so we don't have to renew the study guide. Don't study your butt all the way off. I like your butt. Okay. Well, I'll study half of it off? Left half or right half? You're going to sit all week. That's true. Should I study my boobs off? No. Study your Finnegan off. No. (laughs) No, but I have to study. Have to study. I have been studying. Yes. And it is starting to get a little bit more in my brain. It's just a whole lot of information that has nothing to do with anything that I've ever done before. So my brain is having trouble. And from what everybody says, nothing that you're going to be doing. And it doesn't help that they're like, nothing that I really do. I'm I'm not really going to need a lot of the information. Like it's a lot of dates it's a lot of things that you don't have to know but they want to make sure that you yeah. know for the test so i mean i'll i'll get there you will. absolute worst case scenario they'll have to pay for a renewal which i told my boss that if that becomes the case i'll buy it myself she laughed at me and told me absolutely not your boss i really like she's what you amazing. told me about your boss she's, way way better than where you came from she's amazing and yeah. there's Typically only two of us in the office, well, three of us in the office, me and two other ladies. And we all get along really, really well. Which is so nice. That's it's good. it's really nice. It's really low key. I mean, I know when we get to the busy season, it's going to be insane. Oh, yeah. But because we have such a good rapport, rapport with each other right yeah. now, that's, rapport, rapport is, the is the word of the day. Of, yeah. The day of the word. The day of the word. <laughs> it's the day of the word. Mm-hmm. The day of the word. Because we get along so well, I think it'll make it easier when Absolutely. we're really busy because we know how to conversa with each other. Conversa with each other. You're getting all this figured out now when it's slower, so you'll be able to. And that was the whole point. That's why they wanted me to start as early as I did, Mm -hmm. because they knew that getting me licensed and getting a feel for everything and getting to know everybody that I'm going to be working with before the extremely crazy busy season. Because I think initially the owner guy didn't want to hire somebody until closer to the busy season, Mm -hmm. and the girls were like, "No, no, 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 no. No, we need to. We need to get on it soon, so the new person has time to adjust, which is kind of fit." I was just going to say, like, a lot of places would just wait till the busy signal. Busy, busy signal. The busy seat. See, fuck, I almost did it again. The busy season. Yeah. To and then hire just someone. Jam and then someone just, in there. Here you go. And then you have somebody that you're yeah. really taking somebody off of the busy season because they have to spend all they of their time, time training yeah. someone. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense why I'm there now. Mm-hmm. And I just have to get it in my head, all this information. Yeah. It'll fit in there. It will. And it is. Yeah. Slowly. Yeah. Not as fast as I'd like. But yeah. like you said, I'm more of a hands-on learner. Like, mm-hmm. Absolutely. you have me read it, and I can't quite put it together. But if I can put it into practical use, then you're good. I'm good. Some of it stuck really well, because before I started studying my butt off, she was showing me some things. And, then you, you and it was stuff that I kind of had started to learn. And I'm like, oh, okay, well. And then you know it's like, yeah, it, yeah. And I can't apply it anymore, because I'm not allowed to learn how to do anything until I pass this test. Kind of a catch-22. Yeah. Can't learn it because you can't apply it, but you can't apply it. It helps if I get it. frustrated though, and I'll like bitch about something. Like yeah. I'll be like, I hate, and then whatever I'm learning about at the time, and they're like, Well, why? And I'll be like, I don't understand. Blah 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 blah. And then they will break it down for you. Break it down a little this bit, or at least like give me an example. And I'm like, Oh, okay, yeah. that works. That's awesome. They're wonderful. Yeah. I'm I'm really really really. Everybody asks how work is going. I'm always just like, I mean, it's okay. I'm studying a lot. Yeah. I'm and really. I think I'm really gonna like it. I think I'm really gonna be happy once hurdle. I get past. Yeah this hurdle this is just where my brain is so focused mm-hmm. on now i can't focus on the how nice people are and how great it is because i'm just so worried about not passing this test and you've only mentioned it to me about the people a couple of times because you've just been so focused on the yeah. test with good reason i just really need to get past this yeah and i feel like i'm on a time crunch and i hate that yeah because i am on a time crunch yeah and they even said they wish they hadn't done it because they really thought it was three months so they figured i'd have two months of studying Oops. so i'm sure if i need them to extend it they will i 
I just, I'm me. I don't want them to. I want to be able to understand it, take the test and be done. Yeah. Gizzard sitting on the top of the cat tree looking out the window all pretty. That's what she does. She is pretty. What are you doing, little one? Now she's looking over by the fish. Oh, I think she's looking, now she's looking down at her food thing like, how did he get it to do that? Not now, Gizzard. It's been disconnected. Those days of happiness are gone because your brother is a twat. Yesterday, Finnegan tried to make a new friend. Oh, (laughs) that video is so cute. Yeah, I'm going to have to put that up on the Instagram. Mm -hmm. I don't even know why. I just went out in the catio to see what was going on. And he's standing at the door, looking out the door real, real focused. And I was like, what do you, like I always do. I walk around like, what do you see, Finnegan? And I looked out there, it's a chipmunk. It was so cute. It's just like there. And he's just laser focused on this chipmunk. I got a little video of him checking out the chipmunk and the chipmunk running around being a chipmunk. It's an adorable video. As soon as I got home, I got to see it. It was really cute. This is your kitten. Sure is. Yep. <laughs> Doing her dangle. She's just dangling off of the second. Oh, she holding herself up with the front paws? What are you? What? Giz. She doesn't really fit on that cat tree anymore. No, now she's standing on. Oh my God. She's a weirdo. Can see this. Oh, freaking cute. She is. It's true. Picture this if you will. Sitting on another part, looking all regal. She she loves that fucking cat tree. She She always does love that cat tree. I really Mm. wish I would have not been talking to you and taking a picture of her curled up in her Mm. house because it was really cute. She's never in there. Casper used to. Casper used to. I remember the first time it was so hard. I could not find her and I was like starting to worry. I was like, where is she at? And I looked because she's the same color. Yeah, she's the same. She was the same same color color as the the carpet. So I looked in finally and found her. She was all curled up sleeping. I was like, oh. She didn't go in very often, but no. when you couldn't find her, that's where we'd that's have where to look, look, and that's where oh, she'd there be. She is. What yep. are you doing, little girl? She is regal as fuck. Bubs is sitting at the top of the steps looking all pissy. I achieved something, and they took it away from me. because you achieved badness, sir. Am I the asshole? Let's go. Because I had an interesting one today. It made me angry. Am I the asshole or am I delusional? Delusional is in quotations. For feeling weird that my partner, 49 male, located me, 28 female, through a public security camera system, took pictures of me and sent me the pictures of myself. I, 28 female, work remotely and like to work at a nice mall near my place with an indoor botanical garden. By the way, that sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. My partner, 49 male, knows I frequent this place and we have worked there together before. One day I told him I was there and then later he texted me several photos that made me feel very uncomfortable. The photos were stills from security footage from cameras around the mall. The pictures were me at a coffee shop, walking, working on my laptop. I don't know how he accessed the security footage system. He doesn't work in a field even remotely related to security. Receiving these pictures made me feel very weird and I sent him a direct message saying not to do it again. I know he intended for this to be flattering or quote unquote cute, but it didn't feel cute. It was an awkward and uncomfortable situation to be in and we didn't talk about it beyond that. However, it came up again several months later when we were having a general conversation about small conflicts sometimes going unresolved in our relationship. I brought it up as an example of something that upset me and we never addressed. I told him it wasn't cute and it felt invasive. He told me that by sending him a direct text that day saying not to do it again, that I had quote unquote lost my shit on him just to make him seem like a creep and that I was delusional for being upset. He said he talked about it with his friends and they said it was actually a really cute move and I was basically being overly critical or harsh. Reddit, I'm kind of confused. Am I the asshole? Run away as fast as you can. Right? Fucking hell. That is not cute. There is nothing about that that's cute. Super fucked up. I read it this morning and it gave me the heebie-jeebies and I saved it because I wanted to see how you felt about it. But like... That's fucked up. That creeps me out for her. Mm -hmm. Like what else is he doing? Mm -hmm. Does he have secret cameras in the bathroom? That's like the next move. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's creepy. It literally is giving me like I'm yeah. feeling some sort of way. I don't yeah. like that. At all. And reading it out loud freaked me out more than when I was just reading it to myself this morning. Like I can't even joke about that. That's just fucked up. That's just super fucked up. That's creepy. Yeah. I- I'm sure you can guess that Reddit was not cool with that at all. Did she respond to any of their comments because she might be locked in a basement now? No, she did. I think. Hold on. Let me make sure that. Yeah. It has op beside them, right? OP. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. What does OP stand for? Original poster. Original poster. Okay. The top comment is, your boyfriend is old enough to be your father, stalking you and gaslighting you when you feel uncomfortable. Red flag, red flag, red flag, run in all caps. You are not the asshole. Yeah, that's fucked up. And OP responded with, thank you. I don't know why it's so tough for some people to simply say, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't intend for it to come across that way. I made a misjudgment. And then just apologize and move on. Instead of getting into this gaslighty territory, of telling someone they're delusional for having their emotions. Because it wasn't accidental. The next comment to that, in fact, I think it's, no, it's a, it's another comment, but it's a comment to her comment. Because he's an emotionally immature, almost 50-year-old. That's why he's dating someone 20 years his junior. He's hoping you're not mature enough to recognize how much of a red flag his behavior is. Just nope, right on out of there. I don't even think it's that. I think that he fully intended for her to see it and know that he can see what mm. she's doing at any time. It was super controlling. Look, you're at work and I see where you're at. Like it was totally... That's creepy. Yeah. yeah. So two more comments to mm-hmm. the same post. I mean, not post, but the yeah. comment thread, I mm-hmm. guess. As a slightly over 50-year-old, this is absolutely true. No one in his age group is going to think that this is cute or even remotely acceptable. Mm-hmm. OP, not the asshole. But what the hell are you doing staying with someone who stalks you like this? And then the next person says, as another 50-plus hard agree. Not only that, but you bring up something else. How does she know he's stopped stalking her? All she knows is that he stopped sending her the photos. She yep. should have dumped him immediately. And then the next person says, it's so obvious that he's still doing doing this, Mm -hmm. trying to catch her talking to another guy or doing something else so he can confront her. This is so, 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 so scary. And worst, she just wants an apology. I hope she reads these comments and leaves this creep before something creepy happens. Yeah, run. Like, this is already creepy. Run. Run. This is not cute. This is not funny. This is not him being adorable and keeping tat. No. This is him being manipulative and controlling. Leave. He didn't plan on any of that being cute. Like, oh, hey, look, I can watch it. No, that was not the intent behind that. And even if he did... He's still a fucking creep rotten. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. He prob- it, it probably was wasn't. Play. It was a power play. It yeah. was a, look, I can watch you wherever you yeah. are. Make sure you're behaving and mm-hmm. doing what I like. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. I hate it so much. Yep. Fuck, that's so creepy. Mm-hmm. That's so creepy. God, I hope she's not in that relationship anymore. Okay. What is your age without saying your age? It's a little bit harder for us. It is. I remember rotary phones. I was just going to say I had a house phone. I had a house phone. Yeah. I had a house phone with a party line. Oh, see, I didn't have party lines. Yeah. And that one really... That messes with me. Yeah. Because a lot of people that I tell that to don't understand what a party line is exactly. If you remember having a house phone, if you had multiple house phones somebody could be talking on one of the house phones and then you could pick up a phone in another room and hear in on the conversation you could have two people on the same conversation in the same house they were just on two different phones Mm -hmm. with a party line it was that same thing but for the whole neighborhood if you would pick up the phone it was a separate you would pick up your phone while the neighbor was on the phone you could hear the neighbor's conversation and we're pretty sure that we had one creepy neighbor not creepy but one nosy neighbor that would sit and listen in on other phone conversations it was when i really young and it didn't last long from what i remember they switched over and it was just normal mm. but yeah we had party lines when i was really young yes yeah i don't for the I, whole neighborhood i never had a party line we had a non 911 address when i was really young we had a well th- this is you too if you wanted to be on the internet someone couldn't be talking on the phone every time it would rain i would lose my internet connection damn every time we had a tv that didn't have a remote and you had to change the station by turning the little knob that was a deep creek, though. We had an antenna outside yes. with a big box that you had to turn mm-hmm. the knob to turn the antenna yep. to get better reception for the TV. The first car that I remember didn't have seatbelts in the back seat. Okay, I don't remember anyone. It had lap belts those. in the front. Whoa. And an ashtray the size of a lunchbox. Damn. Yeah. All right. That's fun. Yeah, I'm old. Okay, I haven't read this one yet. Okay. Am I the asshole for not changing the way things are? I have a daughter, 14. I'm dating Laurel, who has three kids, female 16, male 15, and male 11. So basically, he's dating someone. Between the two of them, they have four children, ages 11 through 16. That's too many kids. When we started dating, 
No. When we first started dating, that, okay, they just wrote it incorrectly. It's not me not being able to read it. When we first started dating with me, she didn't tell me that she had three, has three kids. This person, I don't even want to read this. This grammar is awful. That would have been a deal breaker for me. So it would have been a deal breaker knowing that she had three kids. By the time I found out about her kids, I already had feelings for her. However, I explained to her that I never had any intention of having more kids and that I don't want to let our relationship affect my daughter's life. And by that, I mean, even if we get married, she will be responsible for her own kids and I'll be responsible for mine because I can't afford to treat three more kids the same as I treat my daughter and she agreed. Now that we've moved in together because of her financial issues we had to otherwise she would become homeless our problems have started. I gave the guest room to her kids but she thinks I should let her daughter share with my daughter. I said absolutely not. My daughter hates sharing and I won't force her to. She thinks I'm an asshole and that I should at least give the smallest room to my daughter and let the others share her room while again i don't want to am i the asshole that's a lot whenever he found out that she had three kids and that was a deal breaker he should have broken the deal long and short of it this whole agreement where he's not going to take care of her kids like no if you enter into a relationship with somebody that has kids you you're you're now in yeah you're a relationship with people with kids whether you want to be or not that's your responsibility that's your responsibility you have to share that responsibility you can't just like draw a line and be like nope we're gonna stick your kids in the closet over here my daughter's gonna have her room all to herself because it's my hat no 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 that should have been a red flag for the woman too i don't know that you want to be in a relationship with someone that wouldn't accept your children i don't necessarily i'd say he's the asshole he's being a little bit of an he's being a little bit of a selfish asshole here he's unwilling to compromise in a situation that he didn't want to be in and that she i don't want to say led him astray but she didn't wasn't upfront about having the kids and but did he ask doesn't matter if you have kids and you're dating that should be one of the first things things like hey i have kids that's true that is true yeah because that's that's a big thing i just think the whole relationship it needs to no. should have never have been never. started once once they found out if he's that against having other kids he should make yeah. sure that there's no other kids in a situation and I don't, going into a relationship i don't think it's selfish to not want to be in a relationship with someone who has more kids i don't think that's selfish no, that's just knows, a personal decision he, he has his daughter yeah, yeah. I think it's selfish. Yeah. The kids. Exactly. Somebody else. It's selfish to be in this situation knowing it's a situation that you don't want to be in and then basically jamming all the kids into a closet and being unwilling to do anything to make the situation better. Am I the asshole for refusing to attend my girlfriend's interpretive dance recital that's all about our relationship? Oh. There is an edit, but I'm going to skip the edit for right now because it's at the top. I don't know why they put the edits at the top. I, 26 male, have been dating my girlfriend, 24 female. Let's call her Bambi. First of all, why would you choose Bambi? For about one and a half years years now. Bambi is a delightfully eccentric individual, which is what attracted me to her in the first place. She's a passionate interpretive dancer. Think twirling around in the park to the tune of bird songs, not the kind of stuff you see on Broadway. I've always supported her passion, despite it being a bit out of my wheelhouse. I'm more of a sit on the couch and watch football kind of guy. A couple of weeks ago, Bambi excitedly announced that she's been working on a dance recital, a one-woman show that represents the journey of our relationship. While I was flattered, I was also slightly horrified. Now, I love Bambi, but her interpretive dances tend to be, let's just say, unconventional. This past week, she gave me a sneak preview of the show, which included interpretive movements of our first date, our first fight, and brace yourselves, our first time in the bedroom. Obviously. There was a lot of rolling around on the floor, and at one point, she mimed out an argument we had over who used the last of the toilet paper. I still maintain it was her. The final straw came when she performed an interpretive rendition of a particularly nasty bout of food poisoning we both got from bad takeout. Let's just say that her depiction of the aftermath was so vivid, I nearly relived the experience right then and there. Seeing all of this, I told her that I couldn't attend the recital. I said that while I appreciate her talent and her creativity, I'm not comfortable with our private moments being shared with a room full of strangers. This led to a huge fight. She accused me of not supporting her art and told me that if I loved her, I would be at the show front row and center. So Reddit, am I the asshole for not wanting to watch my girlfriend twirl around on a stage in a metaphorical reenactment of our relationship, including our most intimate and sometimes awkward moments? Or should I just suck it up, wear my best game face while she mimics the time I tripped and fell into a duck pond on our third date? Suck it up, buttercup. You picked someone who's, as you put it, eccentric, and you love that about her, but apparently you don't. 
you're not supporting her in what she wants to do like you say you are if you're not going to go to her show. The thing that caught me off guard the most here, if you're saying you love her and how eccentric she is and mm-hmm. that she's an interpretive dancer, and then you keep referring to what she does as mm-hmm. twirling, you don't really support nope. your girlfriend at all. If you're going to say you support her and that's what really drew you to her, you wouldn't just call it twirling. Nope. You wouldn't be undermining what she does to the people on good Reddit. Everybody <laughs> on good Reddit. Good Reddit. Everybody thinks they want someone eccentric or crazy or different until they actually get one. They're like, oh, this doesn't just with my life at all. He's the asshole. Yeah. Hands down, mm-hmm. asshole. Let her go do her thing. If you really can't support her because you're not supporting her, give her the freedom to go find somebody that appreciates her twirling. Give her the final act in her stage show. And the edit is, I still think I wasn't the asshole, but I've decided to go. I'll stop responding as I have to figure out a few things. Thanks to everybody here. Wish me luck. Top comment, not the asshole, but this relationship is not going anywhere. Yeah. I think Op saw too many quirky girl movies and thought he wanted one. I agree with the weirdo girlfriend. If he loved her, he would be there in the front row. 100%. Yep, yep. That's the thing they see the quirky girl And then you have the shitty selfish Reddit. Super manipulative. Some people are private and have boundaries, and this is Op's boundary. Very disrespectful of her to share private moments when the other party is not okay with it. Not to mention it just sounds weird and fucked up all around. I mean, he might have a point because it is private stuff but that doesn't seem to be the stand that he's taking he's not saying oh you can't do this because it's private he's just saying i don't want to watch this because you're twirling and if he would have worn if it made him uncomfortable sharing certain aspects of their relationship but again it's not like she's sitting telling the whole world it's an interpretive dance it's not like she's saying how like what they fought like you know what i mean i don't know i don't Mm. if he was uncomfortable with some of the content she was doing because it's their private life then he would have a right to tell her that he doesn't want that being shared to the public and she should respect that he is more upset that his girlfriend is twirling and it's an embarrassment is what he's basically saying and that's awful what is something that you learned in school that was 100 false read a couple because i'm not maybe it'll spark something in me the first one is just funny because nobody could have seen it coming you won't always have a calculator we always joke about that one always yeah. You need to write in cursive to be taken serious as yes. an adult. Yes. People don't even write anymore. Now everything's done on the computer. Even mm-hmm. checks are printed out from the computers. Mostly. Good grades always result in high paychecks. <laughs> Second degree education is that what they call it? Like going and getting mm-hmm. like a degree. That's uh makes you earn more money. That any college degree means you'll make more money yeah. in adulthood. Yep. Because yep. the world changed so much since then. And we haven't been out of school that long no. ago. I mean, it's been long, but it's really not been that long. Your adult life will be riddled with emergency scenarios that can only be calmed through the use of algebra. <laughs> That's a good one. Man, I thought tornadoes were going to be a much bigger issue as I was growing up because we had tornado drills like all the time. Right? What are things that we weren't taught in high school that we should have been that would actually be useful? First thing that comes into my mind is balancing a checkbook, which isn't useful anymore, but it would have been more useful. No, 100%. When I was student teaching, that was one thing I ended up teaching some of the kids because the teacher asked me what I wanted to do. And I was like, I want to teach this. And she kind of looked at me and I'm like, you don't learn how to do it. Kids don't know how to write out a check. Mm -hmm. People don't know which is the routing number and which is the account number on a check. And you can't blame them. No, not at all. Because nobody taught them. Nobody teaches you anymore how to do that. How about taxes? Oh my God. There should. This is stuff that's... You should know at least the basics about doing Mm -hmm. your own taxes. Thank God for my father and who... the basics of how taxes apply because you know borough township mm-hmm. state federal all thank of god that. for my father who decided that his kids should know how to do it the first time i got a job and it was time to do my taxes dirt sat down with me and showed me how to do it and i did my own taxes and after that i always did my own dirt did not do my taxes for me and i appreciate that mm-hmm. i think he might have if i would have like asked or whined about it but i wanted to be the responsible one that knew how to do it because i felt like it was important i should know how to do taxes and now i do both of our taxes every year one thing that's kind of interesting this might go back to the how old are you without saying how old you are was okay. my grade was one of the first years that taught home ec skills to boys wow yeah. that's so messed up sewing cooking all of that stuff did they not let girls into wood shop and metal shop and that kind of stuff back then i don't know if they didn't let them i was in wood shop and there weren't any girls but i don't know if they weren't allowed or if they just didn't choose it i'm not sure i feel like it was mandatory when i was like you 
we had to either take like a wood shop or a metal shop or something. I don't remember yeah, ever choosing it in junior high. It was like, yeah. no, this wasn't here. This was yeah. back in my old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in wood shop and I was in metal shop. Yeah, I remember. I remember being at wood shop and there was there was no girls. But you don't know if it was because they weren't allowed remember. or if they I just no weren't. Idea. I don't remember. I think more of the things that I learned in school that were not true were more mm, social. Mm. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think a lot of truths that I found out in school that actually weren't true. I learned socially. When you get out of school and you're like, oh, people aren't like this. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is not really how this works. Most of the stuff that I learned in school that was wrong, I have forgotten because it was wrong and of no use to me. Yeah. So. But I, I do like the calculator one. That is, you yeah. Will not I always joke about that. They always said, you won't have a calculator on your life. I mean, they, they could never have foreseen it. Could how never about spelling? Spelling. spelling was like, such a huge thing. You had, spell, yeah. you had to have spelling tests. Like, I remember having a spelling test in, I guess it wasn't really a spelling test. It was a grammar test, but it included spelling yeah. as a senior the calculator one kind of sticks out to me because when i was in grade school multiplication tables would not stick in my head mm. would not stick in my head they still won't stick in my head i still have to do like counting there's a couple I of do them too. there's a couple of them that i have the trouble stick, with too. but yeah they would not stick in my head and they had timed multiplication tests why yep. can i not say that word multiplication they had mm -hmm. timed multi multiplication tests that i could not yeah and i lost so many recesses oh, because that's sad they would keep me out of recess and make me sit there and study that's and like not take these fair because it's all just memorization mm -hmm. that's stupid would not stick my numbers don't stick that sucks yeah no that's not cool no, that's right. you obviously needed the break because your brain was now i not only have a calculator but i have siri on a button and i use her as a calculator 90 percent of the time you if i do. use siri for anything i just like what's 10 times 37 that's 370 but that's an easy yeah but yeah she's my multiplication assistant but i remember those and then they, we had division times like division tables too that mm -hmm. we would get timed on division and addition and subtraction and i never got it i never got the multiplication and i sucked so hard at that that they didn't even try to hold me accountable for the division one oh you're gonna need these skills you're gonna have to have these skills in life but at the time they thought you really they did. would yeah no you no, know? no I'm not... it, it makes yeah. sense that they wanted you to know it because you do use math an awful lot mm -hmm. in your day-to-day -day life but now you have siri but and a calculator like, they wouldn't have known bitch. that yeah. yeah what's something that seems increasingly unappealing the older you get peopling <laughs> I, um i can't say that because i didn't like people when i was younger okay, either what is in sorry read it one more time sorry there's a little gizzard and i got distracted yes, she's being an adorable i didn't know she was a little loaf right there what's something that gets increasingly unappealing the older you get babies oh, yeah. people like you said social interaction i don't want to meet new people anymore i'm good just public stuff public stuff like is there gonna be a lot of people i don't want to do that i just didn't know top comment is getting super drunk oh my god yes yeah. and dating dating Ugh, no mm -mm. i don't want to have to do that ever again nope thank god like That's i don't terrible. have to because i just i don't want to have to do that again bars clubs anywhere there's a lot of people yep, 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 yep. sleeping anywhere other than my bed i'm opposite of that because i used to only sleep in my bed now I'll, like crash on the couch and stuff so i mean i'm sure it means more like like hotels or or even like, like at a friend's house yeah. or something like that i always thought it was weird adults didn't have sleepovers when i was a kid now i'm an adult and the concept of sleeping on my friend's couch sounds worse than actual torture oh i don't know about that anything where i risk injury if i fall crash whatever i remember being so fearless on skis roller skates mm. skateboards and all the things when i was younger now i just think of how i could fuck myself up i was fucking fearless on a bike you were well we were talking about the other day about that one hill with the dirt road mm -hmm. that i used to go down and just the thought of it is like oh my god how am i not dead what do you call a priest who graduated from law school i don't know father-in-law father-in-law <laughs> Oh, man. Sorry, that just randomly. <laughs> Father-in-law. That's good. That's pretty good. Okay, we're going to do an Ask Reddit. Is she into me? Nope. I sent her a photo of me in my new work uniform, and she replied, Ah, you look so cute. Laugh out loud. And I feel like an idiot because on one hand, she could just totally be being nice, and I don't want to mistake kindness as signs. I hate people's grammar. I swear I'm better at reading. It's just people of Reddit have terrible grammar. Nope. But at the same time, I feel like an idiot because it feels like a clear sign. All I know is that as a guy, I definitely wouldn't call someone I wasn't interested in cute. But obviously, she's not a guy, so I don't want to jump to conclusion that she's obviously into me. She's not. I don't know. Laugh out loud. This is a stupid post. She's Aww. not. Sorry. I like the top comment. Hmm. You're overthinking this too much. Just ask her out. And then you'll know. <sighs> That's a hard thing to do. Girls is confusing. Girls is real confusing. But boys are super stupid and confusing as well. And I think that guys will tell somebody they're cute even when they're not. 
Maybe he doesn't, but I feel no. like guys do that. Sometimes, maybe. Because oh. guys don't give a shit. They just want to get laid. But yeah, there's no way of knowing. No. You say she's not. She really could be. There's no way of knowing. Lol. Mm, that's, no, because I do that too. Because she might be insecure. Maybe. So she could be mm. doing the lol that's because she doesn't. It. Okay, well, that's how I would read it. I would as read a female, yeah. there's no way of knowing. Because the lol yeah. could just be that she's not sure how you feel about her so she's doing the lol throwing that in Maybe. so because yeah. she's but i would i would unsure. err on the side of caution and be like i would err know. on the side of caution as well and just think that she's being your friend or just yeah. ask her out yeah. or ask her if she's interested in doing something but the way some things are now i'm not saying everyone is like this but the way some things are now like he could ask her out and if she's the type to just blow that shit out of proportion like oh my god can you believe that he would ask me out blah, 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 blah. he was yeah. such a friend blah, People... blah, 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 blah. then is she really that good of a friend if she throws it out of proportion like that well i mean that's one way to find it out i don't think i like am i the am i the am i the reddit <laughs> you am the reddit <laughs> i don't think i like am i the assholes anymore what is the worst thing you have I ever just, eaten that's the one i just found the worst thing is like just bad and i don't like it or the worst thing is like something i normally like and ate it i don't know so i remember back in my youth Back when... Back in the old days. Back in the old days. Whenever they first started making Jell-O no-bake cheesecakes, mm. we would get Jell-O no-bake cheesecakes. Now, Jell-O no-bake cheesecakes are yummy. Yeah, they're pretty all right. But they're not cheesecakes. No, not all. even remotely. That's the only cheesecake mm. I knew. So you didn't like real cheesecake? And then I didn't, I didn't know. <gasps> I didn't know. So then we went to a distant relative of ours to visit one time, and she had made a real cheesecake. And she's like, do you want some cheesecake? And I was like, yes, I want some cheesecake. I love cheesecake. And then I took the first bite. I was like, this is not what I was expecting at all. It wasn't bad, but it just threw me off so much. Mm. And that was the first, I don't even remember what the question was, but that was the first time that I realized that the same food can taste drastically different that depending is, on who prepared it. That is not the same question at all, but mm -hmm. that's a good point yeah. and a good, a good interpretation of and the that was, question. To go along with that, you know, that was like, oh, I don't even remember how old I was. Parents were still together, so early teens, maybe. Mm. But yeah, then that was just further whenever I met your family because there were so many things that I didn't think I liked, but it was just prepared incorrectly. I didn't think I liked steak because my mother would make well-done steak that was like chewing on shoe leather. Yeah, you didn't think you liked steak at all. She was not a good cook at all, and everything she made was just bland and tasteless or salted heavily, and yeah. there was a lot of things I didn't think I liked. And it formed a lot of the backbone of what I like now because I like stuff that's pretty hard to fuck up. Mm -hmm. Macaroni, Macaroni cheese, cheese, hot, hot dogs. dogs. Burgers. Yeah. Your family has definitely widened my palate for foods. It's like, oh, this is what it's supposed to taste like. Some yeah. bitch. This is good. I get it now. What was the question originally, though? Uh, what is the worst food you've ever eaten? What was the worst thing you have ever eaten? I guess it doesn't say food. Uh, my mother's cooking, I guess. Aww. She was not a good cook, and she knew no, she was not a good cook. and she would admit that she wasn't a good cook. Yeah. She really enjoyed when I would invite her over for dinner. Yeah, because she'd eat good food. She'd she eat good, and then that. she's like, am I getting these leftovers? I'll eat the rest <laughs> of the week on this, yeah. And I didn't mind. I mean, I was totally fine with So that. I have a very low bar for not good food. Yours? The very first thing that came to mind, I was with my parents and we were traveling to go on a vacation. We we're going to the beach. It was just the three of us. We stopped at a Sonic. We all ordered food. And I hear Sonic is wonderful. Mm -hmm. So I think I just had a bad experience. Maybe, yeah. But all of the food tasted like seafood. Our french fries tasted like shrimp or fish that's, or something. I don't eat any seafood at all. My parents eat seafood, mm -hmm. but when you get french fries, you don't expect it. Like, it I think like we got like chicken fish. sandwiches and it was mm -hmm. like a fried chicken sandwich or something. Everything we got tasted like shellfish or like fish or, you know, something. The soda was too syrupy. Like, there wasn't mm -hmm. enough of it. So, like, the whole experience. That sounds terrible. All of us threw our food away and we, it wasn't just like my food. It was like mom, my dad, and mine all was off. And was that the Clambert vacation? I think so. So the Clambert vacation sticks out in my mind because we weren't dating yet. Yeah. We were best friends. I've been doing air quotes. We were best friends at the time. We were best friends. We were best friends. friends. You we were, were my we best, were best friend friends. for a very long time. And you still are my best friend. She tried to prepare me for her going on this vacation, being like, I'm not even going to touch my phone. I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm not going to text anybody the entire week. So don't expect to hear from me the entire week. I want to preface this with, in my head, I really only wanted to be his friend because he was my best friend. I did not want to be in a relationship. He had started to try to pursue something more and to try to get me to realize that I had feelings for him. And I was bullheaded and refused that I did not because I only wanted to be friends. I didn't want to lose my best friend. So I was looking at this prior to, I don't even know if I ever told you this. I was looking at this prior to as a vacation away from him trying to get me to date him. He was my best friend and I loved him, but I needed a break. I 
have never texted him more in my entire never life. Never texted and him more. And you were so good. You did not initiate any texts yep. because you knew yep. that I needed, you know, I was just going on vacation and I wasn't going to text you. I have every never morning, been so chatty. I told him everything. Every morning, good morning. I was getting pictures all day long, play-by-plays of everything. Okay, we're going for dinner now. Oh, I think we're going to go shopping later. We're gonna, we went to these stores. We went here for food. I think we're going to go down to the I beach I don't think I've later. ever texted you more in my life. Pictures of clam so many pictures of Clambert. Clambert the whole story awesome. behind Clambert. Good morning text. Good night text. Talk to you tomorrow text. Like so many texts this week. After she has like been so adamant, I'm probably not going to text. I was anybody. taking a vacation from you. That's how I looked at it. I loved you as my friend. At the time, I thought it was just as a friend. You were my best friend, but I did not want a relationship. And when I say I was sick of, you never were pushy. You were never, you know, like stalker. You were never bad. But you let me know that you were interested and that we should be together. Your actions showed that you loved me and that you wanted something more, but you never were pushy. You never tried. Like, I never felt threatened by it, you know, whatever. But it was just, I wanted a break from, not even fight, I was going to say fighting my feelings, but at the time I didn't even think I was fighting my feelings. I wanted a break from feeling like I was a jerk because you wanted to be with me and I didn't want to be with you. And then as soon as we left, I missed you. And all I wanted to do was talk to you. Good thing I was so off base and realized it. Thank God you kept pursuing. And that's the funny thing, because most people are like, guys just need to learn. Uh-huh. But yeah. It's, it's a mean, different kind of pursuing, though. It is a different kind of pursuing. Because you but... didn't pursue in such a way that was creepy or offensive or like you were still my best friend and you mm-hmm. were okay. If I never would have come around, I think we'd still be best friends. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. that wouldn't have changed anything. I knew. But you knew. Everybody knew. My mm-hmm. mom knew. My, my grandma was... in your corner. Grandma Mm -hmm. would always be like, are you just going to date that boy yet? And I'm like, no, Grandma, Mm -hmm. he's my best friend. Yeah, okay, honey. Well, your mom is the one that finally made you see it whenever you went in and talked to her that one day. Yeah. If it was nowadays instead of like 15 years ago, people would be like, oh, dude, he's such a creep. Why are you hanging out with him? He's such a weirdo. Mm -hmm. Blah, 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 Because things have just changed so much. You didn't push things. Like, it's not like Mm -hmm. you would try to kiss me or you would try to Mm -hmm. touch me or you would try to do anything. Like, you never, ever, ever. It was just, I knew how you felt. Mm -hmm. You were and still are my best friend. And the best decision I've ever made in my life was not even decision. The best realization I've ever made in my life was to finally stop worrying about what if I lose my best friend and give us a chance. I still double check that from time to time. And you were real confused for a long time. You'd be like, I love you. Like, but do you like me? Yeah, I love you. Like, that's not what I'm asking. Do you like me? I know a whole lot of people are like, oh, I love him, but I can't fucking stand him. How many many couples do you know like that? Too many. I love him, but I can't fucking stand he does this. I can't fucking stand he does that. I can't fucking stand he does this. Uh, There's none of that. Where were you at? And they were like bitching about their significant others. And they're like, what's something that he does that just drives you nuts? And you're like, sometimes he puts dishes in the sink and doesn't put water in it. And they're like, no, like something's for real. Yeah. That's that's all I got. I think I was at work. They were bitching about significant others. We were doing like a bonding thing. The question was like, what does your significant other do that drives you freaking nuts? And it was to help people like see past things. And everybody had huge things. And then I was like, honestly, the only thing I can think of is sometimes he'll finish his coffee and put his cup in the sink and not put water in it. And now I do that. Yeah, you do. (laughs) You put half cups of coffee in the sink. There's still liquid in it. So in my head, it's okay. But it's not. I catch myself doing it i'm like you idiot (laughs) that was my biggest pet peeve and they're like really really that that that's what you got come on and i'm like no really and that was like me really really trying hard to think of something that's why i fought so hard we're a good match we really are thank you for pushing hard and pursuing we are not condoning pushing hard no 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 this uh, we we have a very weird rare yeah situation it usually doesn't turn out like this it would normally not we are a very very rare case and i think from the outsiders looking in it was very obvious that i loved you and it was very obvious that we were meant to be together and that we were in a relationship i just fought hard because i was so afraid of losing my best friend that i pushed it away because there there was a time where all of the sisters said that we ha- were cursed because you mm-hmm, would mm-hmm. really like someone, you'd have a crush on them, you'd start dating them, and immediately you would Lose be interest, yeah. disinterested. Like you would just, there was no more interest. Mm-hmm. We all went through that multiple times with multiple people. And I was terrified of that happening to us and me losing my best friend. We admitted that we were together and then moved in a month later. Yeah. And we were like, oh man. And it sounds are- so silly. Like, oh, we, yeah. know, we lived together a month after we technically started dating, but we had really 
literally been dating for years. When we started telling everybody that oh, we're officially together, the number one response from most people was, oh, it's about fucking time, Jesus. Yeah. This standout reaction. Yeah. It was like, oh. There was no time. surprise that no. we were moving in. There was no surprise that we were dating. There it was, was like, just it's like, it's about time. freaking time you're admitting it now. I think one of them was, haven't you been dating for like a year yeah. and a half? Yep. There's a couple that were like, you, like, you guys have been together for a minute. You guys have been together a really long time. Well, no, technically we've not been. But yes, we have been. So that's why, you know, how long have you guys been together? <sighs> I always just say we've been living together for 13 years. That's always a response. We've been living together for how long? And they're like, how long have you been dating? And I'm like, it depends who you ask. If you ask him, we've been together like 16 years. If you ask me, we've been together 13 years. Yeah. And we've known each other like 20 years. And we've known each other 20 We don't, we, we don't we've have. known each other for 20. We've been best friends for probably 15 or 16 of those mm-hmm. years. And we've been living together 13. Yeah. And dating, we don't have an anniversary We date. don't have an anniversary because we don't know. We don't even have an, I mean, unless we count when we moved in together. Yeah, Which that's the only that's the only solid date. That's the that only can... solid date that we have in yeah. our relationship. We we came together in a very weird. random, weird way. Yeah. Which is fitting for us. Because we're random and weird. Especially you. I'm pretty normal. Yeah, you're so normal. You are the you're most pretty, normal. You're super fucking weird. Yeah, I am. You're the, the most super normal person I know. Yeah. When I think normal, I think boyfriend. Right here. Yep, right there. Very unconventional. We do not condone. We can't give relationship advice because we get asked well, we a can. surprising amount. We can give some. I mean, we can't like, how How did everything start? How did uh, everything started in a fucking we mess? We can give great advice. We just yeah. can't tell our own story to have it make sense. Yeah, yeah because that's what I Because mean. people are like, you don't fight. No, we don't fight. We got all of we that We literally got all of our fighting out of our system before we started technically dating because he, We were fighting over the status of the we relationship. We were fighting over the that's the relationship i was saying we were friends he was saying we were dating it was a shit show for a while there i think it got to the point where i was afraid i was going to lose my best friend because i was fighting the feelings i was having for you because i didn't want to date and we were fighting so much because i was adamant that we shouldn't date i was going to lose you because i was starting to not want to spend time with you but it's because i was fighting my own feelings and you were pushy Mm -hmm. near the very end Mm -hmm. you were getting pushier because you were like this is just ridiculous come on now and And I finally kind of had to just sit down and be like, look, you're either going to lose your best friend now because you're fighting it, saying you don't want a relationship when you're basically in one. Or you could take a chance, maybe have something amazing happen and not lose your best friend. Or if you lose your best friend, at least you know you tried. Because either way, it's going to end if you don't do something. You were in kind of crappy relationships prior to that. Not kind of crappy. And you were thinking that that's how it was. That's how relationships were. And I didn't want things to change with us because I liked, other than the fighting about being in a relationship, I liked how our relationship was and I didn't want it to change. That's a pretty common thing. So many couples we know, oh, you have to fight. Fighting's healthy. You have to fight all the time. If you're not fighting, blah, blah, blah. Like that's that's accepted. That's like a... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's what thing I'm saying. In it's life. A like, thing. people yeah. believe that. People and I think it is true. I think you do have to know how to fight, not fight. You have to know how to communicate. It you doesn't have to, have to be a fight. You have to know how to communicate and you have to know how to disagree. Yeah. We got our yelling, being mean, saying hurtful things out of. God, we said some really mean, yeah. hurtful things to each other. And yeah. I regret a lot of that. And you Same better here. regret it because you said some mean things. I don't like to talk about those times because it makes me sad. But I really, I think we needed it. I think we did. We did. We I think have, that, I mean, we wouldn't I, wouldn't, where we're at I really it. don't think I would change anything. It sucked no. that we didn't get together and it sucked that we fought and it sucked that we had some shitty things going on. Because at the time when we were kind of dating, but we weren't dating, like there was no title, there was no nothing. I would like go on a date with another guy or I would kind of be seeing somebody. But even like now looking back, I didn't cheat on you. It was not cheating because we weren't in a relationship. But I think it was me trying to prove to you like, look, I'm going to go be with this person and you're mm-hmm. just my friend. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be with that person like I don't even fucking like this person I would want to hang out with you I was spending time with this other person and I'm like I don't want to be with this person I want to go hang out yeah. with my best friend I did the exact same thing we did we mm-hmm. both kind of tried to like, see oh, no, like this one, this one. Oh, no, I don't like this at all yeah and yeah. we would give it some time we would try and it was like this is not at all what I want and then we weren't technically even though we say well we were together mm-hmm. for you know we technically weren't because we kind of did see other people sporadically in that time but it was, yeah, it was to try to prove to ourselves like yeah. maybe this isn't a relationship where you and I aren't in a relationship. I'm going to date this person. And it was like, you know, I don't want to be with this person. This person sucks. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. 
Yep. You're my person. Yep. Sorry. Don't ever apologize is, for being my person. This is what you got. Don't ever apologize oh, for being my person. That's your cat. I'll, I'll accept him. This is what I do. Whenever yeah, stuff starts we're getting, getting emotional too, and getting sweet now, and so he's got to be. Disarm it. Yeah, he disarms it with. It's so fucking annoying. I'm the worst. Like sometimes I just want him to look at me like your I'm person. your person, you're my person, and I love you. And you're like, I can't do that. That's your cat. That's your cat. Yeah, I look yeah, over yeah. and Bubs is sound asleep on the back of the couch, but with his head up. Yeah, but he's asleep. That's your cat. That is my cat. <sighs> That is my boyfriend. Hi. That is my guy. That is my human. Yep. That is my person. Terrible taste. Yeah, but it's mine. Yep. I own it. Yep. All yours. I don't mean like I own you. Yeah, you do. I mean, I do. But you're not the boss of me. That is a conversation (laughs) for another time. She likes to let me pretend every once in a while that I have pants that I wear, but I don't at all. That's not true. It's pretty true. No, really? Do you really feel that way? Nobody wears the pants, wears the pants. We share the pants. We're in a three-legged race. And we're kicking ass and taking names. Yeah. I was going to say, there's not one person that's the boss. We both run things past each other. Gizzard is the boss. Finnegan's trying like hell to be the boss, Uh, but that's just not working. He's just trying like hell to get in the Patio, 24 hours That's a day. true. He doesn't care about That's being the boss. He, he just wants to go look at yeah. birdies. and He wants to look at birds and chipmunks and chipmunks. sleep on his hair. <laughs> that's all he wants. He's he's a very simple, happy cat. He is. But yeah, well, that's... His head is flopped down. He is now has an upside down head. He's like a toddler that doesn't want to get his sleeves. <laughs> no, I'm not he's tired. He's like fighting it. I'm not tired. I'm not... And then he's out. Less a little more backstory into us. Yep. It was, it was a shit show for, for quite a while. It was. And it then was. it was just amazing out of nowhere. And has been ever since. Yep. Yep, 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 He's yep, yep. feeling uncomfortable again. I like to, so. the the one thing that I touched on. I like to say, like, oh yeah, we we started dating and moved in together a month later. If you're like, what? <laughs> I like to give advice out of context. That's just fucking terrible. Like, do like we did. Just start dating and then move in together in a month. No, like, don't ever do that. <laughs> don't do that ever. That's no. All of the advice you're not supposed to take is what we did. That's why we can tell you not to do it because yeah. it worked for us. It worked for us, but it does not work. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time, we are just the lucky. Point zero 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 one percent. We're the perfect calamity. Yeah, perfect calamity, and mm-hmm. I like that. Bringing it right back down to Clambert. Clambert. I'm gonna have to tell the Clambert story one of these one days. One of these days, yeah. That picture of him like slightly open and with drooling. his drooling. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah, I don't know where to go from there, so we're just gonna we're just gonna cut it off right there. Okay, I think. sounds good. Yeah, because now we're just being sentimental, sentimental and, and yeah, gushy. Yeah, yeah, let's not do that. Nobody wants that. Oh, there's a gizzard there. Oh my god, there is. She was behind the little table. <laughs> oh my god, she's so she's cute. so little. She's sleeping on the couch. Below brother. We have a little table that goes under the couch, so you can have a table there. And she's like behind it. Not behind it, but we're, from where we're sitting, she was like hidden behind it because she's very small. I just saw the ears pop up. She's so cute. But yeah, that's enough of us. That's enough about us. We'll, we'll talk to you all next week. Yep. About stuff. other stuff. And cats. Probably probably cats, yeah. We'll have to update them on Finney's vet appointment. He'll have his checkup on Thursday. It's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna be much of an update. It's not gonna be nearly. Somebody's in lots of trouble. Yeah, she's cleaning her bitch slapper. Cleaning the bitch slapper. All right, it it always goes back to cats. Always goes. Well, I mean, it's talking with kitties. It is. So that's a big yawn. You've been learning from the kitties. Mm -hmm. Big yawn and a big stretch. Mm -hmm. Sorry, everybody. All right, thanks for listening. Thank, thank you. We will talk at you next week. Peace and chicken grease. All right, sure. Bye. Bye.